Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Red Heat and Rage. Game time decisions. Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Sit alongside the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Although the name of the show just should be Rage and uh, Rage. Cam's bringing the heat today. What's up, Cam? Uh, it's just tough times, Ryan. You go through a lot of stuff. Uh, you, you know how it is. I got uh, I got problems uh, all over the board there. Uh, mortgage problems, woman problems, life problems. A lot of problems. Cash flow. Problems, problems, problems. Gambling problems? Yes, that too. San Jose didn't come through for me last night. Should have been on Vegas. So basically you've got, uh, you got monetary issues. Check, yeah? Check. Uh, you've got uh, woman issues. That's true. We love each other, but it's uh, t- a lot. A lot of things are happening. Decisions. <laughs> you've Tough got, decisions. You've got a golf. Uh, you got a golf ball sized tumor in your belly button. It's not getting any smaller. Check. With stress, I think it gets bigger and scarier. And you seem to be getting more, uh, more and more stressed and uh, disheveled on a daily basis. Very true. I'm just trying to get ahead, buddy. I'm in Lloyd Braun <laughs> mode right now. <laughs> Serenity now. Serenity now. Although I, I get the feeling that the insanity, insanity later. part. Yeah, the insanity part's around the corner. Oh, for sure it is. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like I'm like Mo Sislak. Mo Sislak, uh, when uh, he had uh, Mo's uh, family feed. Uh, uh, Mo's bag. family feed bag. Great restaurant. Yeah, old, uh, old Mo, when uh, Krusty's having a drink at the bar and he looks over, he's like, Look at the veins on that guy. He's about to blow. <laughs> Mo had, like, French fries on his oh, head. Yes. <laughs> Everything was stuck in the deep fryer. He deep fr- that was awesome. <laughs> deep fr- <laughs> Mo's family feedback. I saw the episode the other night. <laughs> a little girl goes to Mo, uh, this soda's too cold. My teeth hurt. He's like, oh, your teeth hurt. He's like, well, that's just uh, too damn bad, isn't it? <laughs> He's like, I'm tired. All oh, your teeth hurt. <laughs> he starts losing, <laughs> losing all I kid. Yeah, they all. The best, uh, the best line is to Doctor Hibbert's walking up. He goes, I expect this type of language at Denny's, but not, not here. At Denny's, yeah, Mo, Mo's dropping. Mo, Mo's like yelling at kids. I expect this type of treatment at Denny's, but not, not, not here. <laughs> Mo's family feedback. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you should open up a place. Actually, I thought about it many times. Great, just deep fry everything. Yeah. Restaurants cost money, Gabe. What would be a good name for oil. a restaurant? For You'd be you? surprised with the price of oil these days, too. It's pretty expensive. Oh yeah, like I go. I actually, you know what I do? What isn't it expensive? Uh, what isn't expensive? Uh, no, I'll tell you though. Everything in society cost. Everything in society has gone up except uh, talk show host uh, salaries. <laughs> Today's society. I got. I like to deep fry a lot of things. So yeah, I go. To, I go to Costco for my oil. Very expensive. So have you ever thought about it? What would uh, what would what would a good name? What what would be the name of your place? That's a great. Good question, man. 
I kind of like the feed bag idea, something along there, like something, something with mounds of food with a really good price and value, like something. And I know you could come up with something, something like you will leave satisfied, full. Like I just, I just want everyone to. Sounds kind of complicated. Yeah, it does sound complicated. No name. I haven't really thought about it, Gabe. I'm putting you on the spot. I know it's pretty tough. Uh, (laughs) How about Big Reds? Big Reds Bonanza. Is that good? Big Reds. Big, uh, hold on. Big Reds. I think you just have it with Big Reds. Yeah, how about Big Reds? Yeah, it's very simple. Come to Big Reds. Leave satisfied. <laughs> big, uh, uh, big, big Reds Rec, uh, yeah, big, rec Room. Big, no, big, big Reds uh, Barbecue and Ribs. Sounds amazing. Big Reds Buffet. We're going over to Big Reds Barbecue and Rib. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Barbecue Rib Shack. Oh, I like the shack. Yeah, yeah big yeah. Big Reds Barbecue, barbecue and Rib, rib shack. shack. It's not bad. <laughs> it's very good. I love wings Sounds too. Distinctive too. Big Reds. Big, yeah. Do you have like a giant life size picture? Like, yeah, and, of you. Yeah, like and eating like plowing through a piece of like no no no. It's a dignified restaurant, Cam. <laughs> Just a cartoon you don't want version. To, you don't want to scare the customers away. <laughs> So you want you want like a big you know, you would you what you're devouring a piece of rib, you have like the the the, uh, the bib you have the apron on yeah exactly, chef camp. <laughs> I've worked in a lot of kitchens, Gabe. Actually, I've worked a lot of fryers in my day. I, I've been a short order cook before. That's hectic. I've been uh, done all sorts of stuff: dish pig, kitchen worker, freezer guy. I used to do the pies at the keg. I used to work with a guy. I told you he he used to steal the cans of the stuff and just get high in the in, in the walk in. <laughs> With the vapor? Like, where the hell's Jerry? He's, oh, he's getting high again. Great. I need six Billy Minor pies. He's, oh, man, this stuff's awesome. That's the thing. Those those uh, aerosol cans can really get you uh, floating, Gabe. You know that. Cheap. Sounds like it's you hu- guys. It's, it's huffing. Sounds like you guys were uh, running a uh, tight uh, tight very, ship over there. Very tight. <laughs> tight. Tight ship over there. He's getting high in the, in the, in the, in the walk-in. You're not, you're not, uh, you're not giving us a lot of confidence, Gabe. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you. We're, we're, we're hoping that the, uh, we're hoping that you have higher standards than this. Oh, I guarantee. I, I don't have any money, but if I open up a restaurant, I'd make sure, and I, I'd do all sorts of things that other bars don't do. I'd have pools, daily fantasy, like all sorts of stuff for like the guys because it's a family place. But also, I also want to have like a bar for the regulars, and we'll have a lot of pools and stuff going on too. I want to make it basically a home of entertainment. Maybe some ponies in the back. Yeah, sounds good. I should just buy shoeless Joe's game, but I don't have any. What, what kind of what kind of place are you going to be running here? I'd like to run a ga- gaming establishment with buffet. That's basically where I want to go with that. So in other words, you want to own a casino? Yes. <laughs> No, we're talking. That's a great idea. Oh, you're talking. Fa- you just said family, family restaurant. Ah, too boring. I, I, I need more. No, no, we not family restaurant. You'd be a great host, sort of like, uh, like Facillo in the steakhouse in, in Buffalo. Oh, boss, Buffalo's only steak, steak and seafood. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. In fact, I did actually. Uh, I was thinking. Uh, I wanted to open a sports bar in the past. Amazing. Yeah, just sports range. Yeah. Very simple. And you basically have like a sports bar for angry uh, sports fans. So like, like I'll put like uh, fencing in front of the the screens, and I'll tell people you're allowed to throw, throw things. Yeah, yeah, like like they do. Like a, it would, it would like be a would, bad axe. You throw the bottles. Like, like wouldn't you like to go to a place where you are warned? You go in and there is a sign that says patrons might throw objects. You have been warned. Like as opposed to telling someone, hey buddy, 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 whoa, 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 you can't throw a beer bottle at the TV screen. 
It's encouraged at my bar. It's, it's that, encouraged. It's actually a wicked idea. But you put fencing up, so it's just damaged. That's, no, that's what they do. And you know what? I'll even have like, uh, sort of like, you know, like the UFC. There's like sort of a... Uh, Mini octagon? No, there's like a... Um, it's like a, a, a dummy type guy. It's like you punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Take UFC fighters. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a real dude. It's like yeah. built like a man. It's actually hard. Like it's the same t- texture as a human. So basically, exactly. Like we'll have like a section with like a baseball bat. And like, you know, you can put like a Ryan Fitzpatrick jersey on the dude and just start beating the crap out of him with a baseball bat. Like, wouldn't you want to go to a place like that? I've got to be honest with you. Your idea is amazing. Because I, I've got I, great ideas. I, I just don't I, have any money I, to fund these the ideas. Thing. I remember when I when I did my uh, journey to the cup stuff, they basically like kind of like they had an old car and they give you like five bucks and you get a sledgehammer yeah. and you get to smash and do all the fun things well, that you want to do. That's Nashville Predator game. That's exactly it. No, they did that. They're they, smashing a jet. They did that at the Islanders game. When I saw them in Long Island too, they had a Sidney Crosby like mini car and they just, yeah, you get a sledgehammer and smash it all up. And another thing. I love your idea because when you go to – you've watched those bad bands. Like, you know, you see a bad band and they play behind, like, the fence and all the drunks are throwing bottles out. You guys suck. That's great That's stuff. Awesome. It's amazing stuff. I love your sports bar. I want to do it. Put yeah. up the cage and let's get the party started. Exactly. You know, we don't mind. We, we don't you mind. You encourage it. We don't mind. There's a lot of frustrated people out there. You know, you'll have to um, – maybe might, might have to get people to sign waivers uh, before they come in uh, to the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good idea, though. You know what it is? It's actually, it's uh, it's strange, but years ago, I actually did want to open a pizza place. Just a pizza place? Just a yeah. pizza place. And just, like, cheap slices. Like, I was going to open my own 99-cent pizza place. Oh, yeah, the, the magic slice. Like basically, I asked. I was like, how much are one of these stoves anyways? Like, you know the ones? They, they roll, the rollover ones. Oh, yeah. They just stick them in, and they just keep rolling, and yeah. keep coming out. And it uh, wasn't that much. I had a I had an angle on a used one. I knew a dude in, uh, in my neighborhood that had one. And he was selling it. And I was like, you know what? And I was crunching the numbers and stuff. And you got to work pretty hard and sell a lot of slices of pizza. You sure stuff. do. It's you know, with all your sports stuff, you wouldn't have enough time to sling pies. No, no. It's not a it's not a get rich uh, quick uh, scheme. Most restaurants not like are. horse racing. You see a lot of cooks in restaurants. They have one of the highest rates of suicide. Like. Like near dentists and stuff. Trust me, I've worked in kitchens. It's a very, They're very miserable. People. They are miserable. I told you, I got a guy with well, a knife at me guys, before. Guys in diners are miserable. Like the, yeah. Gordon Ramsay's rich. Yeah, he's doing. Yeah, he's you're right. Guys in fine dining establishments. Yeah, it's a whole different story. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I love. How he's got a lot of D-listers in there trying out the food. I like to see you on like uh, America's Top Chef. Gordon Ramsay. What oh, the yeah. hell is this, Cam? <laughs> this is the worst barbecue rib. That I've ever tasted. I gotta be honest with you, I'm actually. I can see you like punching Ramsey. I've had enough of you criticizing my cooking, Ramsey. <laughs> I'm perfecting my craft, Marenzi. I made uh, spaghetti and meat sauce last night, and it got a lot of positives. <laughs> From uh, and, and Joe's like a really good cook, and I'm trying to trust me. I'm, I'm telling you, cooking, cooking's one of those things you can. I'm really starting to feel it. But you said it. It's too much work and not enough money. It's hard. It's, it's very difficult. It's hard to make money. Once again, it's like the, the sports entertainment industry. Like, let's just be real. The only thing you can make money in, uh, if you really want to get rich, you need to be a drug dealer. That's true. Drug dealer and or big a, amounts. or a stripper. Yep. You're right. <laughs> High-end drug dealer, stripper, escort. Escorts do really, yeah, hot escorts. Hey, yeah, you in Vegas, hey, $5,000. Hey, yeah, 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 don't, mo- don't touch me. That's the moral of the story, kids. If you want to make money, it is true. Crime does pay. <laughs> that is the, that's, the, that's the gist of the story. 
big man on campus, uh, will be uh, joining us today. We'll talk some uh, Champions League soccer. We'll talk uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, Toronto Raptors and the Cleveland Cavaliers tip off uh, this evening. Uh, we've got uh, the Kentucky Derby post uh, positions yep. um, have been uh, have been posted. Uh, we'll talk some NFL draft with big man. We've got a lot of stuff to hit with uh, Jeff Nadu, big man on campus. So I think we understand post positions more than we ever do uh, right now, uh, Cam. And sure do. Po- post positions uh, have been uh, announced uh, for the Kentucky Derby. Tell you one thing, in a 20-horse field, you don't want to be – like if you're in that 20-hole, you might as well just like, like throw, throw the white flag. And that many horses. Like, I'm surprised even when I'm watching the Kentucky Derby with 20 horses running that they get out, that, like, horses aren't tripping, falling. Jockeys aren't falling off. It is an absolute disaster at the start of that race. They're lying across. It, it, it's, it's nuts. Like, it's nuts. You can't be there. You've got to be. I'm thinking in a race like this, I'd like to be 15, 15 inside, like 16, 17, 18, 20's, 20 is just an absolute train wreck. You might as well just write that horse off. Well, going all the way back uh, to uh, 1930, since the use of a starting gate. Yes. It's when I started using starting gates. What, what year was that? 19... 1930. Hmm, interesting. 1930. Hopefully, uh, one of these days, uh, one of our drivers will understand the concept of a starting <laughs> gate. But uh, that's uh, besides the point. <laughs> it's a rolling gate. He's st- he's still back there. Come on. Go. Every time we just see the car leave. Where's our horse? Where are you? Why aren't you at the gate? I don't like the rolling gate. If you want to find our horse, just look uh, Look at the back end. Yeah, just look where. Look at the back end of your TV screen. Exactly. <laughs> he's on the left side. Yeah. We actually had I had a uh, I had a little bit of a conference uh, call today. Yeah, uh, with somebody with of members, uh, one, of, one of our other owners, one of the uh, one of the members of uh, Team Conflict Diamond, yeah. who's in the horse racing industry. And I uh, I will say, whatever. At this point, I'm just worn out. Life is starting to wear me out, Cam. So I was more in like whatever mode. I was like, yeah. dude, just, give me give me more bad news. I was like, just whatever, yeah. dude. Whatever. And uh, basically, then I couldn't help but resist and state, you know. I don't really pretend to be an expert, but then I just started rattling off the bad decisions. Uh, and, and the last one, I said, and in what world did it seem like a good idea to race this horse so, yeah, two fl- times in one week? Yeah, and at Fl- and Flamborough in the last race, bad decision. Wasn't even ready to go. And they're like, their new strategy, well, you know, we can send them out to the Maritimes and run for lower purses. I'm like, no, we're not. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's no, over. It's done. Like, <laughs> These guys don't understand the concept of it. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. Like Usain Bolt, like we're basically we're taking him twenty years down the line. Like he's yeah. not getting any faster. He's getting slower. We used to joke about donating him to charity. It's to the point where yeah, we might as well. Might as well. I agree, hundred percent. At least we'll be good. Hey, ch- was- Children's Hospital. Here you go. We'll be heroes to the I, kids. I'd rather, I agree. I'd, ra- I'd rather just cut our losses point, and go. Yeah. Loser horse owners do good for the community. Yes. Give kids horse for petting zoo. Like, I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, let's do something good. Like, might as well. Nothing else can come out of it. He's never going to win. He can't break two minutes. Like, it's give them to the kids. The kids. The new the new theory with him <laughs> the is. Children. The new theory with him is that. Um, <laughs> There's a theory? Yeah. Okay. That during training and stuff, he looks good. Oh. But they're not overly pushing him. And uh, long story short, that they feel as if, though, he doesn't want to re-injure himself. 
that he's in a good mood when he's even when he's training, he jogs around the track and stuff. But during the races, yep. when he's asked to go that other level, he's saying no. It's not called jogging. It's called racing. Yeah, and yeah. basically, the, the last couple of drivers just said he doesn't. He doesn't. There's no other gear. He doesn't want to be on the no, track. No. And what does that tell you? But you know what? I'm just hoping that he can win. Like you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Are you saying we give it one more shot at Western Fair? Like no, we, we no, dude. We don't have it. We don't yeah. have a choice. We're posting him. And uh, he'll be uh, running till sold. That's actually the definition. Racing till sold. sold. <laughs> That's what it's come to. So we're basically, yeah, racing till sold. <laughs> Tell him the story, though. We, we, get a, we get an offer on the horse, and then we got to pay oh, yeah. $800 to ship him to the other side yeah, of the paid, country. We paid 10500 We got an offer for 4000 and uh, you know what? We were almost ready to take it. And, and I'm like, yeah, but the catch is uh, we got to ship the horse to the dude. And uh, that's on us. So that'll cost $800. So we'll get 3200 from 10.5. Good economics. So if you're an investor into this horse and you're tuning in, you'll be getting back, I don't know, about $75 to $250. Yeah. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci, alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Although, while we're both raging uh, today, we'll have more rage uh, to get to. Uh, Cam uh, Cam was just uh, wondering if we should take uh, some phone calls. Not right now. No, but I mean, Not in, right the, now. in the future, we're going to open up the, the phone lines a few times, I think. We've got big man on campus, uh, yeah. Jeff Nadu, stepping up and in uh, right now. Um, but... Um, you know, I always remember what uh, Jim Rome says about uh, phone calls. <laughs> yeah, Jim Rome go opens up the phone lines, uh, and it goes uh, pretty much as expected. And uh, then Jim Rome closes the phone lines and goes, <laughs> I've been hosting this show a long time, people, and I've realized uh, uh, more of me and less of you is probably better for the show. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, phone, sports talk show callers are just not as uh, – they're not as good as they used to be. I don't know. There's, but our listeners are different. They're, they've, been, they've been around the block before. They're friends of the community. Our listeners they're, don't even have phones. <laughs> like, I, <we're> like, <laughs> no, but it's sort of like, listen, I used to be on AM radio, yeah. and I used to get some good crank calls oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny stuff. Where even, like, I'd get trolled, and I, I couldn't help but yeah. laugh and go, I mean, damn, like, that's pretty funny. Like Bart the Moses. Yeah, remember, like, like, the movie The Jerky Boys and yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 that yeah, stuff yeah. was hip in those days. <laughs> the jerky boys. But now social media is dumbed people down. 
Now the trolls just, oh, you suck, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you suck. And let's bring in Big Man right now who can attest to this. The quality of troll has gone way down, Big Man. The quality of sports talk caller has gone down, too, over the years. I agree. You know, it's interesting, Gabe. I actually have a show at night now on certain nights that I take calls, and I'll tell you what, man. There's you really find out about some real losers in the world, man. I mean, I have guys that are literally wait. Like I had a guy last night that waited on hold for like 28 minutes, all to get on the air and just start talking in like a baby voice. Like it's very poor. Like at least come on and like say something really funny or a joke or. Uh, but I will admit, I think Cam's right. I think a lot of your listeners, I think a lot of your your people that are part of your community, I think are, are really smart people, and I think uh, I think it'll add to your show, man, because it's kind of a good little. You know, when, when you're kind of dying a little bit, maybe you want a little break, you can have them call in. I think it's pretty fun, actually. I think you'd do well with it. I think you'd have some good calls. <laughs> we're not really dying. It's li- li- no, I mean, like life's where, killing us. <laughs> that's, where that's you might want like, to, you know, kind of take a little breath or something, you know? Get yeah, it right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at Brad. He's killing. I'm, I'm thinking about all the. I'm thinking of all the angles of it. No, I actually do personally yeah. believe that our listeners do not want to, to hear callers. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. We should. We will take a poll question on that. Actually, I'm just saying though, like for like just a segment. Like I'm not saying like turn it open, open up lines. No, no, all no. The I, time. Hear, I hear what you're yeah, saying. I, I'm just saying, yeah. Like, well, we we have yeah. we we have your buddy from Al um from Alabama. We we, we have. Uh, wasn't he the first we've, caller? Uh, we've taken some calls. Well, we used to take calls, a lot of calls. Well, listen, my my old shows used to only be calls, yeah. right? That was the deal. It would just be but three you also, hours of calls. But, but big man, before uh, you, you even knew him, Gabe used to do, like, skits and stuff, like listener versus listener, law and order, feuds. Like, there was oh, some, sure. It was, it was basically I, like a whole game. It was awesome. That, like, your, when your sports rage stuff, when you had, like, court cases and stuff, oh, man. Yeah, the, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't beat it. You the, can't the, beat it. The uh, the cage call. Oh, cage call, yeah. Amazing. The classic cage call. I think we might actually have to do it. Uh, maybe we'll do it on Thursday when Sonny Vega is here Ooh. in studio. Uh, yeah, I've heard this, about those cage calls with, like, uh, Brandon in St. Louis and Rocco in California. I've heard about those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, legendary. They're, they're pretty legendary and epic. It was uh, we had the cage call champion, and we used to give a trophy and everything. <laughs> Except I, I you wow. know, we did it live once, and it actually turned into a brawl. Yeah, like real, <laughs> like to be expected, right? I actually built like a cage in a bar, and we put the two dudes in the cage, and it started a smack talk, and one of the dudes shoved the other guy, and it just it's on. Uh, it was like, was well, hey, anytime you want to put like me, anytime you want to put me in there with uh, with Drew Zilla, I'd be all in. I'm in. Oh, right. yeah, see, exactly. Wow, here we go. Oh, we're setting up. Know, we're getting, we're getting setting up a card here. I know, but the problem is, you know what I don't like about it? Maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. It brings <laughs> up so, so much negativity. <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. I understand. <laughs> yeah, Gabe, what, what's happening? Well, no, because. <laughs> no, no, he's Santa Claus all of a sudden. No, it just, it just, you know what happens? No, yeah. It just. It gets too serious. This, no, yeah. what happened is, sort of like the cage calls. Yeah. Listen to the original ones. I'll put them up on Twitter. Like, Cage Call 1. It was epic. Madness versus the spoiler. Yeah. Rick, what about Rickster? Hey, Gabe, where's your uh, some milk? There was, yeah, there was a great line. He's like, you live at home with your mom, all right? You don't know. He's like, you come on this show every night. You talk like you know sports. You don't know shit. You live at home with your mom. And it was it was actually like personal but funny, you know what I mean? They were going back and forth, but over years, guys, it just evolved into f you, and you know what? 
I'm going to come down to your city and I'm going to beat the, you know, that's what it just evolved into. So, uh, yeah, I guess, all right. Kind of like uh, like me and Mick Aussie uh, on the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got a lot of feuds, big man, it seems. (laughs) I love it. I love them. I'm the bad guy. I love feuds. (laughs) Say say hello to the bad guy. (laughs) All right, all right. Sounds like like a lot of people want anger, Marantz. All right, you guys wanted it. You know, said once, once, but you know what? Once the cat's out of the bag, it's Dude, out. this is like Fight Club, right? Once, yeah, there's blood, there's blood. Exactly. Like, don't cry after. <laughs> Good point. Great point. All right, we're going to see. We'll, we'll start to set this up. We'll put the word out. Yeah, because our boy Sonny Vega had a problem. I don't know if you saw. Um, Sonny Vega likes you, though, big man. He did a good impression of you. He did a great oh, Babano impression. Did you? Actually, I don't speaking, know if you saw it. Speaking of Sonny Vega. He put, he like, the headset on think- and everything. <laughs> I have to hear that. I, I'll tell you this. I know Sonny Vega and I do not like the same person. I'm pretty sure I know who you're going to talk about here. Uh, Mr. Notre Dame himself. Uh, oh, Tim Anderson. Uh, but, yes. <laughs> They're freaking out on Anderson now. Tim, Tim really is. like I, I, You know what I called Tim last night, big man, on the show? I, I realized. I'm like, man, you're Canada Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he, he really is. He's, he's He's really he, rough to listen to. Well, the thing about his lists are it's all for show now. It's all bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's ranking Starburst candy number. Like, it's like, come on, man. He's just, he's just, oh, yeah, I know he doesn't feel that way. Last night, he said that there's no need to go to Philadelphia for a, a sub cheesesteak because he can already get the best one at Subway. Listen, I, I, are, listen, th- that is absolutely wretched talk. Like, uh, that's subhuman. Like, I can't even I, – I wish you would have me on. Like, I'm begging you to get me on with this guy. I, Sounds I, good. I literally cannot take the filth coming out of his mouth. It's Actually, really it's, funny, it's funny you so, mentioned so, that. Saboro pizza, number yeah, one. Yeah, Saboro, number one pizza. <laughs> That's terrible pizza. pizza. I'll tell you something. That's terrible That pizza. Subway – remember that Subway we used to smash by our old work? It's so shit. They went under last week. They don't make a cheesesteak. It blows. That location, on, oh, honestly, it's an embarrassment. Their lettuce so tastes bad. like dirt. Like, yeah, no, everything tastes the same. I can't even believe let him – I can't even believe you let him push that filth on your show. That's so bad. Uh, how the, how really the hell horrendous. he? And the Notre Dame stuff really grinds your gears. Oh, 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 my. Don't get me started on that, please. Oh, like my he, God. He, he calls them the – I love Tim, but yeah. I know it really even gets to me. I have to stop him. I'm like, what did you just call them? He's like the University of College Football. What? Oh I'm, like, I'm like, well, what do you mean a university? I'm like, you guys they haven't won since Tony Rice. Won. Yeah. They literally have not won a grid – Good bowl game. And listen, I don't even know if I characterized the Cotton Bowl as a good bowl win, but that was their latest big-time bowl win. And you know what it was? Gabe, I was four years old. It was in 1993. This team, why do they get the respect they do? Why does he act like they're like God's gift? Tennessee fans are the same way. They don't win anything, yet every year we have to hear about how great Rocky Top is and how great they are and how great they're going to be Rocky in the SEC. Top, get yeah. the hell Rocky Top sucks. They're a joke. They are, actually, they're the worst team in the SEC. They suck. Tennessee sucks. Yeah, yet yet their fans make them out to be this unbelievable athletic program that no one can top. They make all the right decisions. Keep in mind, they completely bottled their coaching search last year. I mean, I thought they were going to hire the, 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 the cashier down the street at the supermarket. I mean, this some of these programs, I don't understand the arrogance from them. I just don't. And Tim Anderson think, leads uh, the uh, Notre Dame charge. I think Stormy Daniels even turned down the Tennessee volunteer job. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, uh, she did. <laughs> even she's like, no, no, no. I'm making, screw the ball. I'm making more money yeah, on the road. Exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't, I don't need, I, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need. 
All right, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll gotta, we got to get Tim on to defend himself. So, yeah, we don't want to make it seem like uh, we're smashing Tim behind his back. But, uh, yeah, we'll bring uh, Tim on. Tim really does have, uh, and, you know, you wouldn't even, don't even get him started on his political views. That's like a whole other story. They're really, really I'll definitely avoid that one. Yeah, he's a card-carrying conservative, right? Like he's part of the the party and stuff. Like he's he's literally, you know, it's amazing. If he's literally, if there's a human being on Earth that's hundred percent opposite of me, it's probably him. It's pretty amazing how he's so opposite of me. It's it's. I mean, I just don't know how I can. And listen, he seems like a nice guy. I'm not gonna. I don't want to attack yeah. him. Uh, he is. Really he's honest. a very nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice but, guy. But he's, his t- his takes are like on food are, are absolutely horrendous. I mean, coming from a guy that literally gave I've, I mean I I'm, I live in the cauldron of beautiful food. Um, I mean, the called Sparrow the best pizza and Subway. I mean, you say that stuff around here, you'll get smacked in the face. I mean, they, they, people people won't take kindly to that kind of stuff around here. Right, I do like his stance on MSG and trans fats, though. Sorry, Morency. What more? more yeah, trans- more, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, very, do, I do. Agree I, I agree. Stuff. Trans fats and MSG make things tastier. You go, Morency. All you need to know is he argues that Powerade is better than Gatorade. No, so, come on, yeah. man. I like Powerade. Worse. I like Powerade Blue, though. I like the I like the cool blue. Come on, the only reason anybody buys Powerade is because if it's on sale and it's way cheaper. Well, that's a great no point. I always get Powerade because the six packs always two dollars yeah, cheaper. That's good, how they suck deal. in. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. It's like two for four bucks for the Gatorade, then you're like, oh, two for three for Powerade. Ah, stop. I, I always bu- I always bite on Powerade. I'll get the fruit punch Powerade. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll get we'll get some basketball in a second, but. We were talking about restaurants earlier, uh, big man, and uh, I told Cam. We were talking if Cam opened up a restaurant, what the, what's the name of the place? He says Big Reds. I said Big Reds Barbecue and Rib Shack. So I asked people on Twitter. We got some good one here. <laughs> All right, Carsey in Calgary said uh, Red Heats, Red Meat. Oh, I like that. Red good. Heats, Red Meat. Red Heats, Red Meats. Yeah. Uh, old Man in Boston, Uncle Cam's Family Feed Bag. I like them all. I love the family <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Kyle in Atlanta. Cam, Cam's got Cam's got a damn ham and lamb. Ooh, nice. Cam's got a damn ham and lamb. This is a good one. I wish I didn't steal oh, something. Don't make friends with salad. Conflict dining. Conflict dining. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh my God! This guy's on fire. Yeah. Served so on the menu, our horse. Our horse. Yeah. Conflict dining. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. They had a, when I went to college, they actually caught that restaurant, uh. the buffet of food. About city George, Jordan horse. Kovac says uh, yes. Cam's dog pound. <laughs> Ah, that's it's no, we're not in North Korea. Um, Scoop <laughs> Scott in Vancouver says, I like this one, Uncle Cammy's. I like Uncle Cammy's, yeah, very simple, very simple. Come on down, more meat, less salad. Uncle, Uncle Cammy's, <laughs> conflict. Dining. All right, so oh, wow. So, speaking of wow, uh, Bayern is coming incredibly close, big man, to, to tying oh. this game. It's crazy. Look how close they just came. Oh, wow. no, it, it's. I, I mean, the, the luck that this Real Madrid team has, it's quite amazing. Did you see the second goal for Real Madrid? I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. When does that ever happen? I mean, the goalie just says, ooh, ooh, I'm going to fall down. It's, come on, At man. this I level, mean, with this, the stakes this high, point. you never see that. Like you said, that's – Well, you know. it's well, it's backup, you know, under seven goalkeeping. I mean, it's just bad. Uh, Bayern Munich's had a lot of chances. What a great match, though. If you're a neutral, you got a game, you know, you're, you just enjoy soccer. I mean, this is a great match, man. I mean, just – End to end, you know, tons of attempts. 
great players, fantastic. I actually have the uh, draw double chance right now, so I'm hoping they can just hold right here. I'm sure Ronaldo will screw me in the last minute. That not that won't be surprising. Uh, two twos go with me. I'll keep it here. So go quickly on tomorrow's match: Roma and Liverpool. Liverpool lit them up. Yep. What was it? Five two. Uh, five five two on their home pitch. Uh, so Roma's uh, up against it tomorrow. Roma's plus one fifty five. Draw plus three ten. Liverpool plus one fifty five. What do you expect tomorrow? I mean, there's a sliver of hope here, and Roma obviously was able to do this in the first uh, game against Barcelona. They were able to come back in the second. I don't know. The Liverpool, you know what I expect here, Gabe? Plenty of goals. I mean, just like this game uh, we're watching today, Liverpool has no idea how to just stand there and defend. They're going to attack. Wouldn't it be a good not- bet, though, to take Roma to win? And, you know, they don't have to – maybe they don't win by three to yeah. catch up, et cetera. But – Sure. Shouldn't they win the match anyways? Like, in, you know, up by I, one or would, one by two and all desperate to score type of thing? Well, I, I think if Liverpool was more of a, of a you know, sit back and defend kind of team, I would probably say yes because, you know, yeah. it could be a low-scoring game and they could probably maybe, you know, get a one to win. But Liverpool, Liverpool is just going to go out there. Just They're going to try to score anyways and, too. Yeah. And I'm actually looking, Gabe, frankly, I'm looking at the goal score market. I'm looking at both teams are scoring over 2.5, but I'm looking at the goal score market. Mohamed Salah is uh, the best player in the world right now. 43 goals, he'll score. I mean, that, that's that's a foregone conclusion. And Jekko for Roma will score as well. He's scored in six of eight matches. I think both teams get on the scoreboard. I think uh, those are the two that do it. Uh, I think it's just, I don't know, I'd see 2-2, two, two, maybe 3-2. I'd go over the number. Three and a half looks good. There's the final yeah. final desperation seconds uh, for, uh, for Bayern Munich. Uh, right now into extra time of extra time. <laughs> exactly. They posted five minutes, and it's past five tick, minutes uh, tick, right tick, now. Tick, 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 Yeah, blow your whistle. Come on, ref. <laughs> Come on. Just blow the give whistle. Give another rush. Uh, all right, big man. <laughs> no, so, I don't want uh, anyone. We talked about this last uh, night on the program uh, yesterday, and Ilya Sova brought it up, but I'm sure you saw his comments too. And he warned his teammates. He said, guys, we're going into Boston. It's not like playing in Miami. It's different. And I've been talking about this. We talked about it like in Boston in the game seven against Milwaukee. And I keep bringing up the mystique of that parquet floor, that building. It doesn't almost matter, man, who's in their freaking uniform, man. Like you could take like the the Damon Waynes from that stupid movie. What, Celtic Pride? Yeah, put put him in there. Like (laughs) I saw a tweet last night. Somebody said, I want to see if Brad Stevens can coach a G League team and make the playoffs. (laughs) Uh, Maybe he could. But it's a different, it's just a different matchup. Uh, what what do you make of this? All right, uh, Real Madrid uh, move on here. What do you make? Uh, what do you make of the series uh, last night? Have you? Is it just one game? Do you think the Sixers uh, or do you think the Sixers um, are are overmatched by Boston here? Well, I, I think. Listen, I was really annoyed initially and during the game. I just thought there were a lot of really coachable moments that Brett Brown could have stepped up and said, listen, we're going to make some adjustments. He didn't make any adjustments, and there were way too many open shots. Listen, I don't think Boston will shoot that way. I don't think, I don't think there's any way they're going to shoot that way all series. Listen, they just couldn't miss last night. I, I don't care if, it, if they were playing the Warriors, they would have beat the Warriors. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, when you make 17 threes, um, but, I mean, it is a concern that, I mean, they may have, they had so many open shots. I mean, Joel Embiid seemed like he had no interest in going out and guarding on the perimeter. Robert Covington makes my blood boil. I, there's never a sixer that I've hated more than him. I, I honestly, I've rooted for this guy for, you know, for this team for years, and he has to be my most hated player. All right, we'll take which a quick I'll break. I'll on the other side. I know we have to. Yeah, we'll take a quick break here. We'll hit the NBA on the other side. 
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game time decision, Fred Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. As we mentioned, Real Madrid advances. We're in conversation with big man on campus, a.k.a. Jeff Nadu on uh, Twitter. Uh, last night, uh, Cam, we were on the Boston Celtics, as were yep. you. You've got a piece of the Boston Celtics uh, in this series, which was a pretty uh, pretty shrewd move by you, Cam. I have to give you credit. I'm telling you, the, the thing that I'm doing now, Gabe, and it, it's work, is these series prices. It's the best way to go, especially if you like the dog, and then you can you know hedge out of the situation. Even with the Leafs, I was an idiot because that's with my heart. You told me to take the Bruins in Game 7. You know what? If I just would have put some a couple hundred bucks on the Bruins, boom. Like If you have these advanced lines, like yeah. I'm not talking about like plus 120s. Like, you're getting teams that... Like, like plus 550, four, plus 420, huge, huge underdogs. It's a great way to gamble, and I should stick to the system a hell of a lot more. But I'm like you, man. Sometimes I, I get a little bit greedy. Sometimes I play too many games. And you know what, though? But uh, those futures, that's the way to do it. Put the, some in your pocket. The Boston Celtics are now plus 180 yeah, so they, to win the series. And what Philadelphia they, are minus 220. And they started, Philadelphia started when we bet them at minus 575. So that's absolutely nuts in one game. Well, yeah, it even went up last night because Jalen Brown didn't play in game one, yeah. which is a nice advantage for Boston. doesn't seem to matter who's out for these guys. They're just... Rozier's an absolute study. It's every three. Yeah. Tatum's a monster. Like this, You said it. This Boston team, there's some kind of mystique there, and they're not afraid of anybody. They're not afraid of anybody, right? So, uh, you know, kudos to the Celtics. You said it. There's a mystique in the building, the damn floor, great coaching, young players that step up, and they, they just have grit. They're a very, very dangerous team, man. And you know what? They're playing with they're playing with a chip on their shoulders. Remember at the start game? Everyone go, hey, Milwaukee, ooh, the Greek freak's going to take this team on their – they were like, are you kidding me? Like, we're, we're getting no respect to the playoffs. Everyone's talking about LeBron. Everyone's talking about the Raptors. Nobody's talking about us. So they're playing pissed, and it's working. They're angry. We talked about it. The Philadelphia 76ers, it was a comfortable, smooth ride uh, in Miami. You know, the Miami Heat have a couple of, you know, James Johnson can kick yep. your ass off the court. But, he, For sure. you know, it doesn't really make that much of a difference on the court. It's not a boxing You know what the exactly. big difference I noticed was? It was Boston defensively. They're in Philadelphia's face immediately. Philadelphia liked to hit the three. They, they fell in love with the three ball against uh, the Miami Heat. And um, they did a good job of frustrating Ben Simmons as well. And we talked about it yesterday. Ben Simmons isn't the greatest shooter. Yep. So you want to sort of force him to take long uh, two-point jump shots as opposed to letting him penetrate and take it to the rack. They were very physical uh, with him. I think Boston's going to win the series, Cam. Amazing. Like they, I really do. They're plus 180 right now. I still think it's value, even at plus 180. I think they're going to win game two on their home court. And uh, then suddenly the the line is really going to swing. Then you can get the Philadelphia 76ers a plus money if you wanted for just a little bit of insurance. That's the thing. You look at the line in the game and how well Boston played. I'm looking at the next game. They're making Philly a three-point favorite, Gabe. 
Like, you know what I mean? That's just that's just the market saying, hey, the Sixers got Simmons. They got Embiid. They're going to come back. I don't, I would have made the game yeah. more of uh, Boston minus one or a pick them. Exactly. They're, they're Even seem- Boston. He yeah. said Boston get no respect. They no respect. They're the Rodney Dangerous for the basketball. You're, get, you're telling me after that performance, Philly minus three? No way, man. I'll go back to Boston. Thank you. You know what I mean? We we we're all getting older now. We're gonna get, we got to get smarter. That's on That's Thursday. That's a bad line. Yep, Thursday night, Philly minus three total, two hundred seven. Boston, Boston are plus one forty. Sign me up with. The, I'll take the points in the money line. I'm with you, man. Let's ride the Celtic pride. It's right. they look good. Big man on uh, campus is uh, lost in cyberspace. Uh, right? it, it happens. Stuff like this, like uh, it's like Star Trek, man. Oh, it sure is. But except for we're not banging hot. Space aliens. No, there's no, there's no hot green. No, chicks yeah, here. we're not Captain. Yeah, we're, we're uh, Shatner's. He's getting laid on every planet. We're not. <laughs> that's that. There's, there's a big difference between us. At least Shatner. It's like Shatner meets space base. It's like beaming people up and down though yeah, and yeah, stuff. That's like, true. You know, yeah. You know, would, yeah, the transporter might work. Yeah, you might, might get lost sort of in, in nowheresville. Where's battery power? That's that's what just happened to Big Man. He was lost like in cyberspace. <laughs> Jeff Nadeau uh, with us. So so what, uh, Big Man? Right now, uh, the new series price here, the Boston Celtics are plus 180. Philadelphia 76ers are uh, are minus 220 right now. Cam was pretty wise to grab the big price with the Celtics last night. Big, big drop. But if Boston wins game two, suddenly Boston are going to be favored uh, in this series. You can take Philadelphia plus money. But I genuinely do believe Boston are a scary team. They're so well coached. You've got the mystique of Boston. It doesn't matter, like, who's in a damn uniform, man. you got Danny Ainge standing courtside yelling at the ref like he's still a coach or something like that or a player. Yeah, they're a tough team to deal with. I, I really do. And I just Philadelphia are just a little bit too young uh, right now for this prime time spot. I still think there's value at plus 180 with Boston at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to obviously chalk it up and say it was a one-game thing, but, I mean, it's hard to really – you know, justify that. I mean, there were just, I mean, Gabe, if you counted how many open shots there were, I mean, I don't, I don't really think you could count. I mean, there were that many Jalen Brown didn't play last night. It's not like they had a, I mean, you mentioned G league. I mean, listen, th- th- this is a, a roster chock full of, of average players. I mean, other than Tatum and Rozier, th- there's not a ton here. They remind me a lot of the Miami heat, frankly, you know, they have a couple good players, but they're better they defensively though. You know, it's like, the, no, yeah, they scrap, it. right? They're they're diving for every loose ball. Like, the Sixers were getting those 50-50 balls more often than not against Miami. They were the hungrier, more desperate team. But that's my problem. I mean, the, the Sixers didn't play bad offensively. I mean, there were some bad, you know, bad games, I said, from certain players. And, look, why, um, you know, again, I'll go back to Covington. I, I don't continue to understand why he gets so many minutes. I, I just don't understand it. And, look, I mean, you had Jason Tatum just, just shredding Redick and – Brett Brown did nothing about it. There was no adjustment made. You should have switched because keep in mind, Robert Covington, such an elite defender. Why is he on the best player? I don't get it. Um, the Sixers have some problems. They need to wake up. Hopefully they can make some adjustments here. And it was hard to watch. It's hard to say that's just a one game thing, though. I don't think there's any way Boston shoots like that again. Hey, big man, let's talk about the Raptors and Celtics. I know Morency's going to the game this week. Just looking at the number, too. Cavs. 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 Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. Raptors, what, what, what did I say? Raptor? Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> rattled hey Gabe yeah so let's talk uh, Toronto minus seven though that seems 
really, really high. I know there's LeBron crap. Oh, I'm tired. I don't, I don't believe that any any of that. Um, Toronto won the series is a two to one favorite, minus two hundred. Big man, how do you break this one down? The Raptors obviously have the depth, but with LeBron James and Gabe talked about it, the latter, like the Harlem Globetrotters, he's going to get every call in the business. This one should be very, very tight. You know, Gabe, I, I for a, you know, really pretty much up until today, I liked Cleveland. And then I started reading more into LeBron and him being tired. And look, it, he was physically exhausted. I mean, you could see, I mean, he, he went out for a period of time. He had the cramps. I mean, that's, that's a concern. And you know what this game reminds you of? You see, I mean, 61% of the money is on, uh, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and that's going up a bit, yet the line is going the other way. This looks a lot like that Golden State-New Orleans game uh, on Saturday. I have a feeling Toronto, and I know Gabe will like this, I just think without LeBron, and, and they're a bad, bad basketball team, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go in here and lose by double digits just because I, I it is a quick turnaround. It is a game in which, obviously, LeBron's going to be a little winded. I mean, he got a couple days off, but I just don't really like them any other way other than LeBron. And it, I don't think Tristan Thompson's going to play the way he did. I know Lowry and those guys kind of – you know this. They they kind of fail at this level, but I think they got to you know start come out hot here. Had a couple of days off. I think they pounce. I'm. It's a tough one because I I do see both sides, but the money's going the opposite way of where it should, and that's a concern. I'm probably gonna lay the points here. You got to think, good Gabe. Like you look at the line, Toronto minus seven versus Cleveland. Everybody who doesn't know, like the, the Raptors or watch them consistently, will be betting Cleveland tonight at that price. And well, you think? Well, what are they doing here? It's, it feels like a bait to, to take Cleveland. Crazy. They're actually they're trying to trap you, and they're begging you to take LeBron James. Exactly. And the exactly. Cleveland Cavaliers what, plus seven. And Gabe, Gabe, what's the general consensus around Toronto, uh, everywhere other than Toronto? Oh, Toronto always fails in games like this. Oh, they're, th- this is where Lowry won't show up. This is where you know, Toronto always screws up. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- listen, I think this is a prototypical and Cleveland have owned them. Cleveland have That's owned true. them in the past, but we thought the same thing. Now we got a good. I got a good tweet earlier in the day from my boy Darsh, and he said, yeah. "How how can the Raptors be seven point favorites, six and a half earlier in the day? How could it be six and a half point seven point favorites in Game One against the Cavs when they were six and a half seven point favorites in Game One against the Washington Wizards?" And it's actually a pretty good question. It is. But you look at the last road game for the Cavaliers, one twenty one to eighty seven. And like you were just saying, big man, I get the feeling the Cavaliers, it's all or nothing. It's either really close and LeBron, look at all the games they won against the Pacers. They need LeBron to score 45 points. They need every damn call. And then they still win by two points. And how many of those games did they blow big leads in? I mean, they they just are allergic to, you know, kind of – you know, they're always either going to play, like you said, a close game, or they're going to get crushed. Like they yeah, did and they in, quit, uh, and they will quit. Yes, they will. Like they rolled over, 121-87. Listen, the last time uh, earlier in the season the Raptors played at home in Toronto against the Cavs, Murphy. it was a big statement game. Same thing, the Raptors won 33-99. to Killed, but they rolled over. It's a long series. LeBron's tired. It's like you said, big man. If the Raptors get up by 16-18, LeBron hits the bench, it becomes a rout. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors do deliver. They're not going to come out and just murder them right out of the, 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 the start, but I think when it's all said and done, you're like, damn, the Raptors just won by 10 or 12 points. And at what point are we going to start to kind of realize that right now, over the last 
10 games, the Cleveland Cavaliers have been dreadful offensively. I mean, you look at other than one game, in game one against Indiana, they shot 50.7%. Other than that, they've not shot over 44% in any of these games, all the way back to the beginning of April, basically. This team is not playing well offensively right now. Um, and look, LeBron obviously tired. This is going to be one of those games I feel like where, okay, if we're down in game one big, I mean, we're just going to hopefully scrap and get game two, get back to Cleveland. Um yeah, I don't. I don't think this is going to end well for Cleveland in this game. It just doesn't. It seems too trappy for me. I think a lot of people will say, "Well, I'm getting three possessions here with Cleveland." Toronto always bottles it in games like this. I'm all over Cleveland. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. It is a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. I'm betting the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. Raptors are going to win. Like uh, I think they're going to win by 16 points tonight. 17. Like I think they're actually like even more than 12. You said it. Like yeah, if they get, a, if they get, I'll a, say like no, one, you brought, one nineteen, one hundred five. I brought, think it's going over. The you brought 15. up the best point. The minute Cleveland can't win the game, LeBron's going to have to say it. It's going to be a long series. He'll be out, and then the scrubs come in, and then it's just going to be an the last game. And, and, and like, like you mind, said, big man, who the hell do they have yeah. besides LeBron James? No. Like who, Kyle no, Korver? And, and I'm telling and you what, remember. you know this. You know Ananobi, man, the kid out of Indiana. He's a little mini Draymond Green, man. He doesn't fear anybody. He's a great defender. And Siakam, the kid from Toronto, uh, played at New Mexico State. He's the wiry guy. He's sort of like a street hustler, like a street player. And I think they're going to match up better than uh, uh, than we've seen guys uh, match up. Who's the dude that's on uh, Damari Carroll? Yeah. Raptors brought oh Damari yeah. Carroll's going to shut down LeBron James. Yeah, no, that never happened. I'd rather have the young scrappy guys, the big man out there. This is a and this is a bad bad defense. I know you know it really didn't show a ton in against Indiana, but. You know, Toronto's a better, way better. Pacers play the slowest NBA, slow, slow right. tempo, dude. Exactly. The, the Raptors like to zing it around a bit more. Yeah. No, Raptors fifth in the league in, in fast break efficiency. They're going to get out there and run. They're very effective. Um, I think Cleveland's going to have a – I think the series is over in five. I'll give Cleveland one win. I think they might win game two. Wouldn't surprise me. But um, I, I think this is finally the year where LeBron uh, is going to bow it early, and we're going to have to wait and see where he decides to go. I'm going yeah. to game two, man. So no, I hope that's not the one. <laughs> I won't. I won't let it happen. I won't let it happen. So, lot of line movement here. It's kind of annoying me because I, I kind of like the over. I didn't love it, but I was looking at the over earlier. New Orleans and Golden State, uh, big man. Uh, it's up to two twenty-eight and a half right now at some spots. Golden Ooh. State uh, laying double digits here at minus uh, minus eleven. What do you make of this uh, game tonight? You know, I, I want to say, and I want to I want to bet the over, just because you look at these teams, I mean, 9 of 12 have gone over between these two. And you look at the last couple of games, I mean, they've just been firefights and just a ton of offense. Steph Curry will be back. He's going to add you know, 12, 14 points and three-pointers. Um, I would think New Orleans comes out here and gives you something. Uh, they just didn't play well in game one. They didn't shoot the ball well. They kind of got hit and, with a right jab and just fell down and went away. Um I would hope – if they don't win this game, they have no shot. Um, I don't think they will. I think they're going to get swept, New Orleans. I just think they're a couple seasons away, maybe a year or two. Kind of like the Sixers, just they're in a tough conference. It's tough, man, because I don't like betting against the Warriors. It's a stay-away game for me at this point with the 228 and a half. At 227, maybe a little bit lower, I'd, I'd bet overs. But I think you have a real concern here that maybe New Orleans won't put up points to get this one up and over. Problem is, yeah. it's one of these games where – it's it's very high to bet the over, but you don't want to be on the under. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Yeah, it's a so tough me, game. It's like, annoying. Yeah. Maybe look at some of these, you know, player props or or something. But there's 
I can make a case for both. I have a weird feeling it's going to stay just under the number. Like, I think it's like a, a 121, you know, 102 type of game. You know, it just kind of stays under. I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State punts them either, though, because they have the ability to do that. They're just that good. Um, I don't know. It's a tough game, man. Hey, big man, before we let you go, uh, I don't know what the Eagles are doing. They're taking a page out of uh, the New England book. Great stuff you guys did in the draft, uh, moving out of the first round, getting a second-round pick from the, from the Ravens, second-round pick in 2019, fourth-round pick from these guys, stockpiling picks, and you still get Dallas Goddard, the tight end from South Dakota State, who's an absolute stud there. Great draft by you guys. You can be really happy, and you got the cupboard stocked for next year by doing smart moves. Yeah. Uh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. This Eagles organization has really taken it up a notch. It didn't work out well. I mean, it really did. I mean, I know, you know, I know my friend Donnie Rudson. He wasn't exactly happy with not picking in the first round. He thought they should have went another way. But it ended up working out. Like you said, you get better. You fill some needs. Uh, you have some picks next year. I think teams are too stringent on winning now, or maybe they're not ready to win now. We all know the Eagles are, but there are other teams that aren't ready to win now, or they're not going to win now. There's some teams that have some hideous drafts. But you look at the Eagles. I mean, look at that defensive line, guys. I mean, really. Michael Bennett. Jernigan, Cox, Graham, Kendricks, Josh Sweat, Lodi Nada, Derek Barnett, Chris Long. I mean, it's just sick. I mean, what, what do you say? You got to get a, a slot cornerback, which they really needed. That's what's great about winning the uh, Super Bowl. You can go out and make, you know, kind of need picks, maybe take a risk uh, with a Josh Sweat or someone. I love what they did. A great, great play, Ken. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And they picked up that rugby player, the seventh like, round, too. He's a freak. You know, but Cleveland, they, yes. they can take chances, too. I mean, you know. <laughs> That's why they I'll took Antonio what, Callaway. I'll we got to get out of here, man. big man. What a mess. Thank you, guys. Always care, a pleasure. Florio's turning it up for notch. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, Ready for Rage Radio continues. Going to look at the baseball slate here this evening. Baseball slate. Baseball was good last night. It was hockey that did me in. I like the home teams in the National Hockey League tonight. So do I. Pittsburgh Penguins are now minus one sixty favorites. They were a buck thirty-five. Winnipeg Jets already minus one forty was minus one thirty-five moments ago. That's going to close at like minus one fifty or something like For that. For sure, maybe one sixty. I was actually surprised the Jets were minus one thirty last night. To me, you know, the series is tied at one, but the Jets look like the better team. I agree. I think the Jets, uh, honestly, Nashville's not the same team as they were before. I think they have a little bit of weakness now. Um, they still have wicked players. You talk about Forsberg. They, Fiala's a little water bug. He scored the winning goal the other night. They, they got they you got they got studs, but the, the Jets. The physicality of the Jets. That's what it is. It's the Jets defensemen are tough. You know what it is? Normally, it's not like Nashville or Wusses or anything no, like that. the but, Jets are just tougher. But 
They're always more skilled than you. The Jets are as skilled as them, and, but bigger and faster. And their defensemen hurt you. Like, yeah. they're, they're a lot like the speed is being nullified. Nashville isn't really getting the space, man. Winnipeg are just so big. It's a tough place to play in Winnipeg, too, with that whiteout. Well, the whiteout's going to be nuts. They're, they're not jobs there. Like yeah, the, that's true. I don't know if there's a city now left in the playoffs that is as into it. As Winnipeg, let's call it out for what it is. It's what they have. Like, like if you, yeah, they have nothing else but the Jets and the what the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. If, like if you ask it. someone in Winnipeg right now if they would lose like a finger or a limb for the Jets to win, they a lot of them would say yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. 100%. I have a lot of followers from Winnipeg on Twitter. I'll ask them. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great question. I'll tell you another thing too. I can't believe before we get on to, to the baseball board, Mark Shifley, when he played for the Barry Colts. They were talking about this guy being like, oh, my God, he's going to be a bust. Marcy, have you seen this guy lately? He is taking that team on his back. He is throwing guys around. Like, he's he is amazing. Like, Blake Wheeler's bigger guy on the team who's, like, the power forward. Mark Shifley is unstoppable. I consider him one of the most underrated players in the league. The guy's wicked. They can beat anybody. I know they can. I, I told you, I have futures on these guys. Like, I need Winnipeg. No offense to Nashville. Nice team. I like a lot of guys on their team. But I need Winnipeg. Big time. Big time. And, uh, yeah, you're right. People in that town, they'll give up like a left nut for that team to win, win the cup. They'll give up body parts. I'm with you. You know the crap I deal with online here, Cam? I'm what? trying to find the yeah. uh, the hashtag for the Winnipeg Jets. What? Hashtag Jets? Oh, no, it'd be New York Jets. So you have to go Winnipeg Jets. You have to type in the whole thing, right? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So No, no. There's always oh. uh Yes? <laughs> It's like, it's, like an old it's, man. A, it's like you got your specs on. You're like, you came. <laughs> Hello. Well, I'm trying to type I in. Love it. Love it. Dude, I had to type in <laughs> WPG in caps and then whiteout. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, that's, oh, that's the hash. Yeah, like how the hell am I supposed to know that? I, I don't know. Of course you don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. And the reason is, look, come, look, look, look yeah, this okay. is the reason I did this, yeah. Cam. See, this is the internet, Cam. This is Twitter. This is called social marketing camp, yep. something you don't understand No, very something well. I don't wouldn't, understand. Wouldn't, wouldn't kill you to tweet out that you're on a damn air every day or something like that. That's a good point, Gabe. <laughs> See what you're working on here? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, and it comes Oh, Nice. And it gives you the team logo, too. The team logo, Cam. I like it. I like it. I See, I didn't I didn't know that was yeah, coming either. It looks either. like a professional tweet, and you get more, you know. More response. Well, yeah. Now... Every Winnipeg Jet fan will see this. It's a great As point. As opposed to just putting, hey, Jets, could be talking about the New York Jets. You're absolutely correct, Marantzi, and the, yeah, the team logo really spices right. it up. You're right. I, I, hey, there's Winnipeg, a lot of things i got to work on. Hey, Winnipeg yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiteout fans. <laughs> Poll question. Would you give up? What would you do to your body in a negative way Would you for the Jets to win the Stanley Cup? Be willing, be willing <laughs> to to lose a body part or or injure yourself. I think a body part's pretty strong. Finger, <laughs> toe, <laughs> Jeff finger. PC. Yeah, we're not saying uh, you Jeff know, finger. not saying you know, chop your arm off. No, no, like no. I, I, how about how about like physical pain to yourself? I think popping off of fingers a lot. Like for the Raptors to win, say the Raptors won. Uh, the championship? Would you would you lose? A f- no, you're no, not, you're not cutting off a finger for no. the Raptors. If you told me you right now, the, sorry, you need those fingers to type the hashtags in the tweets. If you told what am me, I, what am I going to do? If, if you, you no told finger? me, listen, we'll chop off your little toe, and the Raptors will win the NBA title this year. I'd be like, what does that do for me? I no, just lost my toe. Exactly. And then you're on the beach. If and you people tell me, listen, your toe. you know, they win the title, and you get an NBA, you get the title ring, you get a player's ring. 
and you get the player salary cut, uh, the, the playoff. I'll say, insert knife here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, all right, listen, we're going to give you $483,000 and a $400,000 diamond-encrusted NBA championship ring. Francie. But you must lose a toe. Hand me the scissors. Yeah, I know. No, I'm, know what? For the, for the salary and the ring... And you can actually knock me out with some anesthesia and stuff and, like, just saw it off. You know what? For a baby toe, I think it would be worth it for the money, the ring, and everything. But you're right. Without that, no thanks. I'll keep the digits. I was kind of morbid asking this question. Seemed like a good idea at the time. It did. <laughs> you know, it's one of these things. On writing, it kind of... I was thinking. That's you what know, I said. I said, no, no, you don't have to say. I've got injure yourself. I've got injure yourself. Like I said, it's a new, more compassionate portrait. I've got people that have lost limbs and stuff out here. On yeah, I don't want to be yeah. making light of. Good point. Yeah, you know I mean, I always got to think about the. Uh, wow, you really are. Uh, I don't know what's going on, man. It's like you're God week or something. No, no, I'm still full of vile and, and pestilence. Um, I just. You're, it's fair. Well, no, I just don't want to. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. I could probably people. leave. I could probably leave that to the uh, the <laughs> disabled out of it. <laughs> the physically challenged. Yes. Good point. All I right. just said this injure yourself. No. I just say cut a finger off. Uh, this, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what's what I said. Yeah. This is coming. You know, and I'm like, no, that's too far. Coming from a dude who opened up the show yesterday, saying that I want to have fortune cookies, tell people you will ha- get cancer and die. That's true. Your fortune <laughs> cookies are mean spirited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Michelle Wolf routine. Mean spirited. Yeah. Ooh, that chick was a hack. <laughs> they really they really didn't like her there at the White House. All right, how about this one? This is good. They ask yeah. NFL players this one all the time. Would you be willing to uh give up five years of your life for the Jets to win? Would you be willing to live five years five years less? No. Because I don't know if I'm gonna make it to fifth like what what's your what's my number? Like is it fifty seven, then it becomes fifty two? 68 to good, 63. That's a good point. A, it's a damn good point. I don't know. Like I don't know what I'm going. I can tell you, I'm probably not going to be living that long with the things that I've done. Like, I don't see myself being a deep, deep senior. I think I can might maybe hit the late 60s if, if we with if a good roll. But I'm not giving five years of my life for nothing, right? Extra money. I'm asking them right now. Uh, it'll be very an interesting question. Limbs, life, Jets hockey. Well, I'll tell you, we'll we'll be betting them tonight. That's for sure. It's going to be an absolute madhouse there, man. Yeah, you said it. That building, my buddy, I told you, Portuguese Joe was there. Gabe, bad tickets were going for like two grand. So let me, let me. I know it's crazy. No, no, I mean like that's no, what no, he, they're he, going. He told me I'm going to see was, LeBron James in an NBA game for two hundred. That's bucks. what I'm saying. He, he, his buddy had good seats. They were six thousand dollars. So let me ask you, party. would Portuguese Joe be willing to shave five years off his life? Why don't we get Portuguese Joe on the show sometime? Maybe we will. You know what? We got to get Portuguese Joe to call in and get, get his take. Get on the Winnipeg get, Jets? Get take on the Jets. He also will give you a take on Champions League, too. Those are his two things. Champions League and Jets. And uh, we'll ask him about uh, CNN. He's got a take on CNN oh, and, he, the, and the Trump witch hunt. Oh, he, he tell, he's got a lot of problems with people who don't like Trump. I can tell you that. <laughs> I got a minute though, Gabe. Since been at home, he's always mysterious. Like he's always going on these journeys and coming home at five o'clock in the morning. You know what he likes to do? Who Portuguese Joe is? He loves casino runs. He does the old, uh, yeah, I'm going to go clean the supermarket. But then I know what he does after the job. Doesn't he, uh, he hits Brantford up hard? Doesn't Portuguese Joe um, have a, a back history as well? So I can't talk about it on air. No, but so basically, I'll just say I, 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 I'm a, I'm a good person. To so what do you say? So you notice, you're noticing a more and more a pattern in which uh, Portuguese Joe stepping out in the middle of the night. He likes to step out. He goes away a lot. 
He comes back at really crazy times. But it's weird. He's kind of like you. He doesn't sleep. Like, he'll come He'll come home at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. But it'll be out, like, when I'm waking up at 8 or whatever, the car's not there. He's at the YMCA. You know what he does? He goes for a steam, and then he goes gambling. He's got a real system. <laughs> Loves the steam room. The Jets. And, you're, and stuck, gambling. you're stuck here doing a radio show. You'd yes, like, I am. Yeah, yeah. You want to go for a steam and go to the casino. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Gabe. All right, so we just asked. We asked on Twitter, hey, Winnipeg uh, Jet fans, Paul Crutch, you'd be willing to give up five years of your life for a Stanley Cup win? Hell yes. <laughs> or no, I'm yeah. not insane. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you phrased it? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you got to phrase these properly, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree. How's the poll going right? Oh, you just posted I it. just posted okay, it. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk at the next break. We'll have some numbers for sure. We've got some more... Um, We've got some more names uh, for uh, for Cam's restaurant. Really? Let it ride, pub and grill. I kind of like that, actually. That'd be like an OTB place. Let it ride, pub and grill? Yeah. If your pub and grill will let it ride. I like sort of it. have a horse in the window. Beautiful. Neon lights, OTB. I like your style, Moretzi. OTB. They're, they're actually, yeah, they're actually going to be closing the OTB down by my house. A lot of sketchy, sketchy activity in the strip mall there. I think they're going to open another location up. I love OTBs, though, man. It's I'm just... not really sure what this means, but uh, Chris Card says, snooze you booze alehouse. Oh, yeah, snooze you lose? <laughs> snooze you booze. That's a saying, but, yeah, snooze you booze. I like alehouse? Booze and snooze is better. <laughs> booze and snooze. <laughs> booze and snooze. You'll be, a, you'll be the bar where you'll allow people to pass out. I would. I, I know some people have to go for a quick nap. They've had a, they've had a hard day. T-Bone says, ribs in the front, sportsbook in the back. I like it, T-Bone. That's what I I said. Horses, there's action in the back. I would honestly, Gabe, I would love us to open like everything. Like you said it, a restaurant with gaming and tables. Basically what you told me, a casino. But that's never going to happen in our lives. We'll never own a casino. All right. Uh, Kitchener. can't even own a horse. Our boy Kitchener Ranger Ray. Big Red's Raging Ribs. Pretty good there, Ray. Pretty good. He's already trademarked it. <laughs> hey, Ray. I'll big, be, big Red. Big Red's Raging Ribs, TM, actually, he says. Uh, to tell Ray, I'm gonna, I wouldn't mind going out for a quick uh, pint with him. I'm going to be in his, his area on Saturday for Fast Talk and Mike's uh, 40th birthday party. And his wife's pregnant. So I'm going to Kitchener to party. You're, you're going to Kitchener this weekend? Well, he lives weekend? in Cambridge, but I, I always like to make a stop for a visit, yes. Saturday, Moretzi, Saturday. Uh, Kyle in Atlanta enjoyed uh, me saying that our listeners don't have uh, phones to call in with. <laughs> I, I agreed with them. I, la- I, I really enjoyed that bit, too. <laughs> our listeners don't have phones. <laughs> Kyle Johnson says uh, some of the callers were good. I miss uh, Mike from Buffalo. Oh, yeah, Mike Jarno, the best. Yeah, I don't know what ever happened to Mike. Like, is he still? No, 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 hold on, hold on. When he won that, remember he he hit thirty three grand in Caribbean stud, did he not? Oh, twenty one thousand. Sorry, I thought it was thirty one. But didn't he own, didn't he buy a piece of property in Vegas? No, that's what he said he was going. to Oh, do. so this was it was tuck. It was, I thought he was going. I thought he actually. Bought no, I've property. seen him in Vegas since then, and uh, he was he was broke. Like oh, he was back uh, to yeah. back to being Mike. Oh, that, that really sucks, man. I, 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 and actually, I'm pissed. I, I, he I was very I, I generous that weekend yeah. when he won. That's that's like, what most you know, people are. He he buy, well, he won twenty one thousand dollars. He was buying drinks and for uh, sure. And uh, yeah, he was throwing his money around, but you know, he went through a lot of it, evidently. Yeah, that's that's what happens, man. But we haven't we haven't heard from him in a while, and 
I don't know. You know, we'll try to find him on uh, on Twitter. Okay, let's do that. I know he still does. He still drive a long haul truck. I don't know. I haven't yes, spoken yeah. to him. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I don't know. I thought he's just off the radar. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is off the yeah. radar. Uh, Biff Tannen says uh, Value Town. Value. All you can eat buffet. <laughs> value Town. <laughs> I hear Value Town. I think the uh, the food's probably not very good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cam's game time and uh, Cam's game time decisions bar grill. Game time emporium. I think conflict dining is pretty good. Actually, conflict dining was amazing. <laughs> I, first thing, I hate to say, it, like if we're giving out something, that one was that was pretty smooth. Do you want to know what's in the bag today, Gabe, or maybe another segment? Uh, uh, I don't know what's Sean, in there today. Shano says no piece of jewelry is worth five years of your life. Yes, see, Shano's right. G man says I don't have to give it up. They're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so good. I don't have to give up five years. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so good. All right. Oh, and Drusilla sends us a link. Here's Mike Jarno. He's still alive? No, he hasn't tweeted since 2015. Mike Slow Dog Jarno. Over the truck, can you save a ball for his last tweet was when? 2015. Wow, that's worse than me. Yeah, we've spoken to him since then. We have. At least I think. I don't know. I don't know. Three, three years? Uh, I don't know, man. I'd like to. We'll, we'll, find, we'll, we'll find out. I, I, I have a feeling Mike's just, you know, he, li- he likes to do his thing with his truck, and he's got some chick living in the back there. And, you know, he's a world. Tra- he's a traveler. That's what he does. He travels. Or he's in jail. He was a uh, truck uh, prostitute uh, killing psychopath. <laughs> when we first met him, he came in with his custom Saber jersey. I go, who the hell's Jarnet? Remember, he had, like, he had the old black Sabres jersey, Jarnot on that. Like, who's no, that? We, oh, it's Mike Jarnot. We, <laughs> would, uh, we would know if something happened. Yes, we would. But he did like to uh, keep animals and things in his truck. But Yeah. Yeah, dogs and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, house, women. house cleaners, women. I don't know. <laughs> we, were, hey, hey, we were partying with this guy in in Vegas for like four days, and uh, he's like, "All right, guys." Uh, he goes, "I better go check on the truck and make sure everyone's all right." And we're like, "Who's all right?" Exactly. He's like, "Oh, I've got uh, I've got a dog and uh, I've got my girl in there." I'm like, "What do you mean you got your girl in there?" He's like, uh, "She's she's living in the truck." I said, well, why, you why do you bring her into the, the hotel? Yeah, he's you, like, why don't you let and her? he kind of looked at us like we were crazy. He's like, <laughs> he's like, well, why would I bring her here? I don't know. To, to meet us and gamble? <laughs> then then we, like, we were wondering, does this guy have like a chick like chain in the back of the, 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 the 18 wheel? I don't see Mike for that. I watch a lot of those shows, not chain, but I think he has interesting relationships. With animals and females. I'm not going to say he's got a point of like having a sex dungeon in the truck, but let's just say it uh, might not be up to snuff. The best was, still the, one of the best was when he he pulled a, he pulled a big Rambo knife out oh. in, yep. a, in a sports bar. Oh, yeah. He's in a sports bar, and he doesn't order anything. Like, he orders, like, he sits down, pulls out, like, a can of schlitz or something. No, it was, yeah, no, no, it was, it was yeah, he was, uh, he basically had a can of, he had a can of tuna. He had a thing of old Cracker Barrel cheese and, yeah. cra- and, and, and premium plus crackers and a, and a cooler. 
He yeah. walked into a bar with like one of those no, mini, he, like, construction he was trapped his own like yeah. can of beer. Yeah, he had Genesee. Sat down, Genesee. Go, Genesee. Yeah, that was it. It was Genesee. Sits down, then takes out a big brick of cheese. And starts carving. Carving carves off this big knife and just starts sitting there at the bar <laughs> eating cheese. The guy doesn't even order it. I know. The guy's like, are you going to order some wings, sir? No, I'm happy with the cheese. Buffalo's a unique place. Sure is, buddy. Camp's Dirty Pooch with rabies, Chinese buffet. <laughs> Camp's Clams and Meat, the restaurant. Oh, nice. Camp's Clams and Meat. I like clams. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Radio Network, powered by FantasyFactor.com, single contest entries only. Check them out. Daily Roto, DailyRoto.com, slash FNTSY, get the premium package. National Football League draft and now behind us, the uh, Westgate in Las Vegas released their season win totals for the uh, the season. And a couple, of the, a couple of the win totals are catching my eye, particularly the New York Giants. New York football giants, six and a half. Over. Yeah, six and a half. New York Giants have a lot of talent. This is they a, do. This is, a, this is a annual playoff team pretty much on a yearly basis that had one bad year last year who had a bozo that should be uh, doing people's taxes over at H&R Block. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you call them? Uh, your, your, your wife's. Uh, basically, like when you're when you're when your husband, he's like the boyfriend. No, that was Jim Tom. Oh, yeah, Jim Tom. Sweaty rolls in. Hey, Donna, you ready for our date? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, you know what? He's Jim a- Tom Sula looks like the first guy that mom dates after the divorce. <laughs> Sorry about the windbreaker, baby. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't come up no, with that. No, but but it was, it was freaking genius because <laughs> so I tweeted that out, and so many people were like, "It's really true." It it's is. more of a '70s, early '80s deal. Tom Sula though, with the mustache and. Yeah. And he'll roll up in like a firebird to pick up your. Yeah, it's, it's true. Tom Sula. Where is Jim Tom Sula now? He shaved it. Really? Uh, I should have kept it. It's, it's you know what? It's it's one of those things like when you're a guy with like a stash and you look like and you have that look, don't change it. It's a, it's who you are, man. It's gonna make you. I think it's I think it's a strong thing, man. You want to look like that guy. Here he is. He's uh, currently the defensive line coach for the Washington Redskins. Ooh, ooh, yeah, Jimmy. You better do a better job, Jimmy. The Washington Redskins uh, gave up 124 yards a game on the ground last year. Yeah. See, that's the that's the. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Speaking of windbreakers, I can't find my Seahawk windbreaker that I used to wear every day, Gabe. I think I might have left it at the old office. I think it's gone. Oh, no. I look for it. It's, 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 you just can't find it? No, it's gone. And, and then the other one I got was from Jesse Lumsden. Remember when his uh, sister used to work with us? It's a it's a quadruple XL. Like, it's even big on me. Like, I put it on. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can go for a double or a triple, but it's huge. Man, that's It's like that, a sheet. That uh, Seattle uh, Seahawk windbreaker is a big part of your life, Cam. It is. <laughs> and it was free. I got to go get another windbreaker. I don't know. I, I, there's not many good sports uh, stores around here. I got to go. Hit the, I don't, where, where do you go for a good, uh, it's a good NFL you gotta, gear? You got to order stuff online. Yeah, you said it. You can't. The, the, the stores just don't have what you need anymore, especially if it's hard for you know what? me finding my size. I'll get you the website, uh, basically. Um, not that we encourage uh, any of this uh, stuff, but uh, I, uh, actually we are. We are encouraging it. Basically, there's, like, websites and stuff. You order these NFL jerseys yep. that I have. They're coming from uh, China. I know they are. They're coming from China. The best is you could really tell. You don't want to get a team that's complicated because I remember you had, like, a Bengal, and he looks like kind of like a cartoon. Like, the China ones that we were getting off the back of the truck, you could tell he wasn't the NFL Bengal. He, like, was a little bit friendlier. He had a different cut to him. Like, you don't no, want, no, no, you want a team with stripes, no, not no, with intricacies. No, I, no, no, there's, there's companies that are real sharp. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're NFL jerseys. They're just made in another country. Oh, okay, I don't care about that. I was talking about the ones on the back of the truck with those guys. Like, I remember the Detroit Lion didn't really look like the Lion. Like, he looked different. No, we're not talking about cheap knockoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like cheap knockoffs, though. They're really good price. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's yep. uh, agent claims that the New England Patriots wanted to trade up to the second overall pick in the National Football League draft to take Baker Mayfield. Sounds that's bullshit. I don't believe it. Like this sounds like fake news. This to me. is definitely fake news. You, so what? Bill Belichick was going to trade. You can't corroborate up. that story. No way. Why would Bill Belichick and the Patriots do that? I am calling. I'm. B, that's on the BS meter. And. That sounds like a lie. According to Baker Mayfield's agent, Jack Mills, we knew that the Jets at number three was the bottom line. Uh, we had another team, which is going to surprise you. Another team had said, you may get a big surprise on draft day at number two if Baker is available. It was the Patriots. They had number 23 and they had number 31, and they had two seconds, and I don't know. We thought, boy, it's going to be a heck of a move to get up that high from where they are, and, of course, he wasn't available, so we never know if it was a reality or not. So you're telling me the New England Patriots, who have Tom Brady, were willing to give up the number 23 pick, the number 31 pick, two second and two second round picks for Baker freaking Mayfield. Steve, so he, lies. Even lies. this guy's agent is full no, of yeah, shit. Yeah, he is. That's like, bullshit. That, uh, that story is that's not a story. They would never give up that much stuff. That's crazy. Those are huge, huge picks, man. And, oh, yeah, this is the same team that just gave up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, too, right? So they yeah. would, now they would just start all over and mortgage the future. Even though, like, why would he even throw this out there? It's, I'm telling you, dude, this is just going to be the one of first of many, many strange Baker Mayfield yeah. stories. It just will be. And so for the record, remember Bet Online, Cam, and I can double check right now. But the sportsbook bet online are good people. Um, they put up NFL win totals a couple of weeks ago, and they had the Cleveland Browns at four and a half. And you and I were high on the. Yeah, we, yeah. I think we were just high. <laughs> yes, we were just high. We weren't just you know we were. I was going to say we were high on the Browns coming into the year. 
I think we were just high, Cam. Just high. That's the difference. <laughs> like, it's almost like the draft was a wake-up call and a reality check for me to think, what the hell was I thinking that the Browns are going to win five games this year? They do have talent still. That's the thing. But and Baker they... Mayfield's a freaking circus. You got to believe. You got, I don't know. You got to believe that Tyrod Taylor's going to be the starting quarterback there, Cam. Except with, yes. with Hugh Jackson. I don't know. The guy's an idiot. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But you said it. The talent around the quarterback position and the moves that they made. Remember, with the Sean Kaiser game, a lot of things went bad in the last plays of the games and stuff. Like, I know, we, we, we are high. Four, four and a half seems crazy, but I don't know. There's a lot to like about what Cleveland's done, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm not heading to the window just yet, but I do love the Giants, what you're saying about the Giants. Was it, what did you say it was? Six, was it six and a half? For the six and a half. That's nuts. They're going to they're, they're gonna win seven games next year. The, the New York football Giants got to win seven games next year. What did Dallas do in the draft? They didn't do a hell of a lot of anything. We they talked took about Leighton Van Dash. Yeah, yeah, the linebacker. Good, yeah. good on the. Yeah, that's good. no, that, that division, But I'm talking about their offensive yeah. side of the ball. They, they, like, they don't have. Well, their receiving depth is horrible. The two teams. Everyone's going to focus on the Philadelphia Eagles. You're right. I'm anti Cowboys, and the two teams that number it actually caught my eye. Cam, were the New York Giants at six and a half. You've got a new coach, man. That coach was an idiot. McAdoo was a, he was a tool. He was a clown. <laughs> like, I don't like, I don't know how much more of an idiot like we can we can call him, but basically he was. They actually know what they're doing now. Once again, they've got talent. Eli Manning. I'm not Eli Manning's biggest defender. In that Eli Manning is still one of the better quarterbacks in the National Football League, but he can still play. And. If Eli Manning, Eli Manning hasn't had a running back in forever since, like, Tiki Barber. Exactly. Like, seriously, or one of them running backs. They had Jacobs and uh, Jennings for a while. That was all right. They didn't even really give him the ball that much. Now you got Saquon Barkley. You had Bob Bradshaw. You had all yeah. sorts of other guys. You're just got, a lot of journeyman. The, the thing is, yeah, and, and the thing about Barkley, too, is that you, when you're when you're in trouble, you talk about Eli, like you just it off out. to him. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different And they didn't game. have Odell Beckham last year. You got Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley added to a football team. Win total six and a half. They did a good job on the offensive line in the offseason and the draft and free agency. Uh, you know, I don't see why the New York Giants don't win uh, seven or more football games. And another team, Cam, that everybody is sort of, everybody always laughs at. And they had a good draft, real good draft. Everybody always laughs at them and never really takes them seriously. And since they lost their quarterback, people think, oh, this team's falling in the sky. And, oh, they're joking and all this other stuff. And I'm going to tell you what, they got a better quarterback right now. And I'm talking about Kirk Cousins leaving Washington camp. Alex Smith is better than Kirk Cousins. Yes, he is. Alex Smith is definitely better than Kirk Cousins. Alex Smith's a winner. Hey, you talked to old San Francisco fan, remember? When everyone was shitting on Alex Smith and how, how good he was. Like, that's the thing. Now, nobody give him any credit. Alex Smith has been solid everywhere he's been. nothing in the National Football League besides throw interceptions in inopportune times and lose big football games. Kirk Alex- Cousins is a fantasy quarterback. Alex Smith is a winner. You will see that the Washington Redskins team are going to rally around Alex Smith more than they did with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins wanted to leave Washington for the last three years. They kept franchise tagging him. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the room is saying the same thing. They're like, Kirk was about Kirk at the end of this. And he really wasn't about the Washington Redskins and about our team. It was more about him. Alex Smith will be about winning football games, going to play with a chip on his shoulder, um, you know they bring in uh, they bring in your boy from uh, Seattle, uh, Richardson. Yes, Paul so, Paul Richardson. So you got a speedster in Richardson. He's okay, but you got James Crowder's good. Yes, so you got Jameson Crowder. You got Richardson. Doxson started to show some flashes. He got injured in his first rookie year. He started to show flashes. You got a great tight end in Reed. You got Alex. Uh, you got Alex Smith. 
uh, the running backs aren't bad now. You got P. Ryan, and you just drafted Dario uh, you, Geis. You got get depth there, exactly. You got Darius Geis. You've got uh, Chris Thompson that can catch some passes coming out of the backfield. You know this, and Alex Smith is an upgrade. He won't turn the ball over like Kirk Cousins did, and he's a better locker and, room guy and mobile. He could do a yeah. lot of great things. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the win total seven right now. This could be one of the best totals on the board. They man. drafted we, Jonathan we, Allen last year, the defensive tackle out of Alabama. This year, they followed up with another DT out of uh, Bama and Deron Payne. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Redskins won nine games. The seven just feels a little low. It's very low. Like they have they good could talent. Go eight, eight or nine and seven. They've got talent. Like, you've got good young running backs. You've got a good quarterback. You've got decent wide receivers that will mesh well. Look, dude, look at the production that Alex Smith had over the years with no wide receivers in Kansas City. He never had anybody. That's exactly it. Now he's got Doxon. He's got Jordan Reed to throw the ball to. For years, his best receiver was Macklin. Yeah. He, it's like, give the guy a break. And remember, even in San Francisco, like Alex Smith does a lot of things with, Bills, with, with bare cupboards, have man. the Bills signed Macklin yet? Because you know they will. You, you that, that's, you, that's, you, that's a guy you don't want. That's the direction that they're, they're I like going. the Dallas Cowboys under eight and a half, too. Like, I agree they're, with they're, you they're, there. They're, 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 they're overrated. Not, I think they're everyone's talking. No, Prescott, he's getting a little bit older. It's not going to be that magical year that he had his rookie year. I think things are going to continually regress. Elliott can't do it all. I think there's major, major problems at the wide receiver position. The defense, they got guys who are banged up and hurt a lot. Eight and a half too high. I think the Dallas Cowboys are a big disappointment this year. Speaking of big disappointments, you can't find a bigger disappointment than the Buffalo Sabres and the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, Florio, but breaking news out of Buffalo, Russ Brandon, Russ Brandon leaves the Buffalo Bills and uh, Buffalo Sabres presidency immediately. Really? Yeah, which is, uh, yeah, Um, leaves immediately. He's been there for 21 years, Ken. Long time to see a lot of grief. And he he hasn't done a very good job. Like uh, in in the last twenty one years, but leaves um, with an internal investigation pending. Great. Sounds like uh, this might be a me too type of deal. A lot of that out there. Buffalo Sabers got the first. I don't uh, know pick in the draft too. You're saying a person with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills uh, Sabers and uh, President Russ Brand is leaving his post in a major shakeup. It was not immediately uh, unclear whether Brand is stepping down or being fired. An announcement is expected uh, later. The person speaking on a condition of anonymity because the team have not announced it. He spent over 20 years uh, with the franchise, and he's actually to blame uh, quite a bit, actually. This guy has been pretty much overly incompetent over the years. I mean, look, Cam, the guy's been the freaking president of the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres for 20 years. Tire fires. How the hell do you last? (laughs) Exactly. That's like being the president of Malaysia Airlines and not losing your job. Never flown Malaysian Airlines, Maretzi. Well, neither have I, and I don't, I don't plan to. <laughs> no, either. never, 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 never. <laughs> if, I th- if I throw in a team to you, you're going to think I'm nuts. Another, I got another deep sleeper for you. I like three of our picks right now. You're, you're going to think I'm nuts, but another team that I think is going to win more than six and a half games, and they're very bad, like a team that you were very, very low on last year. Over six and a half games. Yeah. A team that I was low on last year. Said they sucked. And I know, I think I know where you're going with this. Because I know all the win totals and the teams at six and a half. The Chicago Bears. Correct. You got it. I think the Bears. I, I, I think they, the Bears could be on the upswing. I, I agree 100%. And seven, winning seven games, I think. I know it's a tough division, but I, I know the Bears are going to get better. They have a lot of good young talent on their team. Another year with Trubinsky, they, they can win seven games over on the Chicago Bears. I'm going to get some of these bets in now. 
I know we're not very patient men, but I, uh, I like where the, Yes, yes, yes. No, no, this is a good thing to do because everything, we're going to listen to all the no, bull, but when bullshit. You're see the better, yeah, but listen, they're not even up uh, online in a lot of places anyways. When are they going to get there? Because I want to <laughs> start clicking. I like Giants over, Washington <laughs> over. Bears over. You know what my problem with the Chicago Bears is? I think Trubisky did start, start to show some signs last year. The kid really has a great arm. There's no, no disputing it. Um, he's extremely raw. They've got Matt Nagy in here now, who's a longtime Andy Reid disciple. Only briefly an offensive coordinator, though. Offensive assistant. So Nagy takes over. But do you know who the Chicago Bear offensive coordinator is? It's a big, big problem. Who's the coordinator? Recently hired. Mark Helfrich. Oh, from Oregon? The head yeah, coach yeah, of the, the Oregon, Oregon Ducks. Ducks. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You know how much experience he has in the National Football League? Not much. About as much as you and me. <laughs> so I don't really understand how being a bad college coach that took the keys of a Ferrari can. Chip Kelly leaves you this program. You've got Phil Knight and Nike yep. backing you. It's true. And he basically ran it into the freaking ground, and they're still trying to pick up yeah, the Taggart's pieces. Taggart's got to pick up the pieces now, right? So, yeah, like it's... Like, Helfrich was a unmitigated disaster as head coach of the Oregon Ducks and didn't work in football since, Kemp, and somehow gets hired to be an offensive coordinator of a National Football League team with absolutely zero NFL experience. I can't bet on a team to win seven yeah. games. This guy couldn't win seven games in a Pac-12. <laughs> I don't, you know, dude, there are so many bad coordinators out there. You look at, um, you look at uh, the, the, the Bozo in, uh, in Tampa, Munkin. Oh, yeah, Munkin. Todd Munkin. You know, his qualifications. Cutter and Munkin. What's his, a bad his, combo? His qualifications, Munkin, going 1-12 with Southern, Southern Mississippi. Mississippi. Yep. And somehow Dirk Cutter makes him an offensive coordinator in the National Football League after this guy goes 1-12 in college. It makes sense. Just like it made sense for the Cleveland Browns to draft Antonio Callaway. Sexual assault, allegations, credit card fraud, failed drug test. Sounds like a perfect Cleveland Browns. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Red Heat Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll hit all the baseball games. DFS. Got a couple of NBA games. 8 o'clock tip-off tonight. So we got to wait. Uh, we got yep. about two, uh, two hours, 15 minutes or so. Strange start times uh, in this series. 8.05 tonight and then uh, 6, 6 o'clock o- sharp. 6 o'clock. On uh, Thursday. And we can now confirm... 
uh, that uh, the lovely Taylor Stevens and the not so lovely Sonny Vega yeah. will join us in studio on Thursday. We'll get the tailgate uh, going for Thursday night's uh, basketball game. <laughs> That's the best. We're gonna start partying, then you three leave, and then I'm in your I'm in the studio. And then you're you're left alone in the studio with Tony, with Tony Sincata. Hey! What's up, Tony? What's going on, my people? So, like I said, you went to Jeff Dunham, and we never got the Jeff Dunham review, yeah, actually. I bet he was amazing. Yeah, so we got to shake it up. This week, I'm going to uh, going to a Raptor game. See this, that. Um, you know, this should be the only 6 o'clock start time because I plan on going to game 5 and, you know, hopefully not a game 7, but we'll see what happens. Uh, although the game 7 will be on a Sunday. Um, so, yeah, we're fired up. We're going to have some in-studio guests. Um, Sonny Vega is a great gambler. We'll get his parlays of the night. He likes to crush uh, crush the four and five team parlays, and he normally wins every couple of days, thousands of dollars uh, doing it. And uh, it's never a bad time to have Taylor Stevens uh, in the studio, Tony. No, so uh, you know the only problem is it's radio. You're gonna have to use your imagination. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's sometimes. Peter of the mind, thing, actually. You know what? All right. You know what? You're right. She's actually she warrants it. You know what? Maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll simulcast it. We'll blast it out on YouTube too. How's that? YouTube. Oh, baby. Now we're you, talking. You want some video for this, huh? <laughs> yes. I like the mystique, though. People, uh, you know, there's a mystique of uh, of what me and Cam look like. If you know, if people have never seen us on TV before. I think people will love it. I think if you're wondering what Cam looks like, he looks exactly like Tom Cable. <laughs> 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 Oh boy! Tom I look Cable, exactly man. like Moby. I look Tom like the Cable singer Moby. To o- Oakland, to, he's Moby. going there. He's going Oakland to f up their offensive line. Yeah, Tom Cable, Moby and Cable. <laughs> sounds like uh, you know. Sounds like it'd be a morning show, Jacksonville or something. <laughs> Tune in a morning. Tune in to Moby and Cable. Recap the Jags game from last night. <laughs> I found some cr- guys. All right, so we got NFL win totals once again. Let, 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 let. These are official ones out of Las Vegas posted yesterday after the draft, Tony. I got something crazy for you. Like, I mean, absolutely crazy. Cam's getting excited. He's getting angry. He can't click these There's online There's actually right two that I find are absolutely insane. The Seahawks, I would have made the total for them probably six and a half. It's eight. I don't know how the hell this team is going to win. Like, Is this a... Is this some kind of joke? There, there's no way. There's no way this team is going to win eight games in that division with the Rams getting better. And I'll tell you another one. This one's even as crazy. I know they're getting better. But the San Francisco win total, 2017 was four and a half, guys. But now it's nine. Oh, That's a lot. Overhyped. Yeah. I'm going they're, under. They're overhyped. Under, under, under. You've got to go 10. A few games? you got to go 10 to lose. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what an I'm automatic. saying, Tony. I got to, like, some of these picks, like, I want to I wanna slam Let some stuff Let me start right off now. with Seattle here. So yeah. Seattle is an even eight. Eight flat. Yeah, so they got to get to nine wins for you to lose that bet. Eight would be a push. They open up the season at Denver. That's not good. They probably lose that football game. They probably do. Then they go to Chicago. Who knows? They uh, might win. Yeah, they could. Yeah. Then they host Dallas. Tough. At Arizona. Arizona's better. They host the L.A. Rams. That's a train wreck. Uh, see, they never play well versus the Rams when they were good. That's not going to end well, that game. Then they go to the Raiders, toss up. At Detroit Lions, they host the L.A. Chargers. At the L.A. Rams, 
versus the Green Bay Packers at Carolina versus San Francisco versus Minnesota at San Francisco versus Kansas City. They might win five games next year. That's a murderer's row schedule, even if they were good. I think eight's insane. You hear that, Tony? Listen to this run. It starts up at Detroit, at Detroit versus, um, versus Chargers, at Rams versus Packers, at Panthers versus Niners versus Vikings, at Niners versus Chiefs. That's a hell of a run, man, and, and, and that's a hell of a six, seven-week run right there. That is going to be tough. You know, it's the craziest thing. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo gets all this love, and if people in fantasy, you guys are going crazy, and you want uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. The bottom line is this hey, guy won crazy. all those games. Down, right? don't, don't, don't equate me and uh, Morenzi in that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm well, we're about not us. The listening audience. <laughs> yes. yes. The yes, end yes, of the season. <laughs> You had the wins, but you had seven touchdowns, five interceptions. So slow it down. Yep. Slow it down. I know. And that's the best. Why would anybody even, like, dude, how does it Why would anyone even consider him in fantasy? It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I don't want to call anyone out. I don't care who you are. You don't go from four and a half wins total in Vegas to a nine. It's double. Dude, they're going to regress. They're going to regress. People think, because what? He went 4 0, whatever, when he started at the end. San Fran. They played crappy teams. Some of those teams weren't even playing for anything. And now it's going to be different. People are going to have tape. It's like a pitcher. It's like a rookie pitcher, Tony. You know, like, oh, they call up the kid from double-A. Kid looks good because no one's seen his stuff, right? Then you see a pitch. It's like the Japanese pitchers come up with the weird delivery. Once people see the delivery three, four times, like, all right, now we've got it. I think San Francisco are being way overhyped. Yeah, I would have made their total at like And I agree with you, Kim. I I don't see how Seattle get to eight wins. I like where we're going with a lot of our picks right now. Like, Seattle's going to be six and ten, I, and I love your sleeper pick at Washington at seven. Like, I, I like trust me, if there was, if I had like access in any sports book was open with this, I'm th- I throw down a couple hundred easy on these ones right now. What do you think, Tony, of uh, the New York Giants over under six and a half uh, right oh, now? Oh yeah, I like the over in that in that especially because I really think that the Washington team's not as good. I think. Um, they no, I think home. Washington is I good. think Dallas is going to regress. I think Dallas is the other team, too. I think the Washington team, if you look last year, they had problems in the offensive line. They had problems on defense. Uh, I think their cornerbacks are severely overrated, and they, then they lost one. I really think that they have an opportunity in that division to go at least 500. So that gets you, that's going to get you, what, uh, four wins right there in that division. And then you just got to win three more games. Yeah, I'm, to- I'm totally there. I'm looking at the AFC East, and this. do you want to talk about low totals, Marenzi? So the New York Jets set up their total at six. They're, they're six flat right now. Then you have the Miami Dolphins. Their total is six flat. The Buffalo Bills, your Buffalo Bills, six and a half. Six and a half. And the Patriots at a smooth 11 flat. Like, that's, wow, that's a lot of low totals. There's got to be like. Six, the six, problem, six and a half. The problem with the New York Jets is we don't know who the quarterback is. Yeah. That's somewhat yeah. that's somewhat of the uh it's always somewhat of the problem betting on these teams with these rookie quarterbacks. Similar to the Buffalo Bills, although we we, we you know you look at the Buffalo McCarran. Bills schedule and there's no way in hell that McCarron doesn't start the season. I don't think Josh Allen's gonna start the season as uh, as head coach uh, of the Buffalo Bills. Um I like I like the New York Giants at over uh, six and a half. Yep. I think, and I stand by this, Tony, that uh, I think Alex Smith is better than Kirk Cousins. He might not be a better fantasy quarterback than Kirk Cousins, but he's a better reality uh, quarterback than uh, Kirk Cousins. But the New York Jets, is it going to be Sam Darnold? Is it going to be McCown? Who's their quarterback going to be? 
And I don't know if you you probably saw this, Tony, yesterday. You see Jamal Adams, uh, jackass yeah. Jamal Adams safety with the New York Jets. Um, he's out no, of LSU. He's yeah, a hard-hitting really player. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a hard-hitting dude and stuff. So the guy actually um, tweets out a picture of Josh Allen, a GIF, Cam. That's what the kids call it. Yeah, the GIFs. A GIF video of Josh Allen throwing an interception. And he tweeted, can't wait to catch uh, catch passes from my new favorite quarterback, Jamal Adams. <laughs> plays for the Jets. So, I don't know. Yeah. He's trash-talking Josh Allen for some for the reason. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah and uh, I guess if he does intercept Josh Allen, you know, that'll be uh, one more career interceptions that Jamal Adams has. Like, you figure <laughs> that a dude is running his mouth about Cam. Like, if you had, like, 13 picks or something like that, yeah. jackass, Maybe I'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. You know, the guy's talking smack, but he does intercept a lot of footballs. You can have one interception, Tony. That's the modern athlete for you. Hey, the guy's talking crap. He plays on a piece of shit New York Jet football team, and uh, he's got zero interceptions, and he's talking shit online. Real, real, real smart guy here. You know, I'll tell you what. Sorry though. for calling the Jets piece of shit, guys. It's yeah, shit. but yeah, but you know what? I kind of <laughs> I like it. I like it. I wish more people would call more people out on Twitter so we could have you know a little you like entertainment. The piece, yeah, yeah. So, so well, people, yeah, Josh Allen should respond and say, so "Who well, the hell are you?" No, he should say, "Wow, it would be your first interception." <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, like well, right. I think Josh, because of uh, I think he's staying off Twitter for a while. Yeah, I'd say, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Considering some yep. of the things, yeah, you're right, that he could say. You know, it's probably a good idea that uh, he does stay off of Twitter. I think Kanye West should probably stay off of Twitter right now, too. I saw some of Kanye West's uh, tweets. I really don't know what they mean. Like I, I, I like you like don't don't understand. It's English, but you're not reading what he's uh, what he's writing. Yes, like I don't understand the uh, the slang. No, like it's not like slang. It's it's basically like his philosophy on things. Except it's there. It's very 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 hard to uh, to understand. Why don't you show me one? Let's see. All right, he stepped up and in here. Yep. Josh Allen, man, he is a wow, him and Donald Trump should have a tweet off. <laughs> yeah. is that Can you imagine though if Trump? Here's the thing: if Trump, if Twitter was around when Trump was growing up, I wonder what kind of tweets we would have got. Because <laughs> there's well, going to be a time, right? It's going to be like 30 years from now that we'll be able to go back and review the old the president's tweets when he was a teenager, whoever that president ends up yeah, being. So yeah, like just like all the NFL players who said dumb yeah. stuff when they were 12 years old. You know, we'll just go back in the hot tub time machine and check out Trump's. You know what's crazy though, is that all like um, you know all historical presidential documents are all saved for like presidential libraries and history. Smithsonian. Yeah, and sort of quotes, um, like you know, ask not what you can, uh, you know, what your country can do for you. Ask what your you can do for your country. Fake news. And just imagine like history (laughs) sixty years from now, Tony. People are gonna look. And what was the president saying? Rosie O'Donnell is fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miss 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 Universe yeah. did porn. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, I guess like the history books. Yeah, they've, they've taken a little bit of a turn right now. Little we grab them by the pussy and they like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's okay to say that. That's our president. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. He no. He's uh, that's one thing. Yeah. He's really. Uh, 
Trump's all about freedom of speech, and I appreciate yeah. it. You didn't tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony. Right. You, you get to say, grab you, you get to say, grab him by the pussy now, and you really, what can anyone say to you after? It's like, well, I was just reciting the president of the United States. <laughs> and uh, you can now say uh, shithole countries. <laughs> <laughs> shithole countries and shithole cities. You know what I mean? Uh, well, people, that place well, is a shithole. from Norway to come over here. Norway. <laughs> so he's actually, yeah, I appreciate how he's, he's loosening language laws for us, Tony. Yes, the president. Imagine if the president, uh, Donald Trump, was there all those Howard Stern years. Howard would have had it easier. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want to find tweets. I mean, I mean, my favorite, uh, my favorite Donald Trump appearance on the Howard Stern show, and it goes over real good with uh, vets, I'm sure. When uh, he stated, "No, I didn't go to Vietnam," but uh, you know, sleeping with some of those girls uh, that I did was my own personal Vietnam. Howard Stern asked about STDs. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what he said. My own personal. Yeah, Vietnam. he goes, "Yeah, it's like my own personal Vietnam." That's, that's not good. Yeah, STDs at Studio 54 in the old days. I can picture you like rocking, Tony. Studio 54, you know, gold chain, oh, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, furry chest hanging out there. <laughs> little vial, nice. Yeah, good slacks. Little vial no of, uh, you know, little vial of cocaine and Bill Cosby style. Some some lewds, some quaaludes. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I got to make sure, you know, nowadays, though, like before me, you give me a woman. Cam pictured you, like we brought it up. We pictured you like as the type of dude with the van and the carpet in the back and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shag. The love shack. Yeah, so nice, nowadays, nice though, nowadays, before you give a woman drugs, you've got to make her sign a waiver because it might come back <laughs> to haunt you. Speaking of that, I saw, I, I speaking of gifts and videos, I saw something on Twitter and it was like, uh, this didn't age well. And it was basically... Bill Cosby on a Cosby show, uh, he had a barbecue and everybody was making out. And uh, the wife says to him, what's going on? How come what's going on out here? And he goes, I'll let you in on a little secret. He goes, uh, I put a little something special in the barbecue sauce. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. And uh, he really did. And he goes, uh, how do you think I got you to do that last time? He oh basically confesses God. to sexually drugging people oh, on the Cosby show. And if you want hindsight now, yes. you look at it and it's like, all right. And if you want to go further, my buddy has the album where he's doing his comedy routine on vinyl, talking about Spanish fly and yes, it's a it's an act. That was his joke was, hey, you know, I'm going out there and put a little in the drink there. <laughs> She's all yours, baby. Like, like he, he's got that, like, it's on vinyl. Like, I listened to it, man. It's his joke. It's his shtick. Yeah, and in fact. And in fact, people finding that joke is what got him into this in the first place. Wow. And in fact, absolute madness. He he made another joke about it. Like, because the chicks were gone. Like, they were disgusted, but it wasn't at the forefront. And he brought it up again. He made a joke about it recently. And I guess one of the one of the women was like, all right, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm going. Screw you, yeah, we're going after <laughs> yeah. it for real now. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. I hope he enjoys those. Uh, he enjoys Jello. Because yeah, Jello, Jello pops. I think that's dessert where he's going. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was the the fudge popsicles. He is, he is old and blind, though. Yeah, that's a good he point. Is, is Florio there right now? Are you there, Mike? Are you here? He is old and blind. Hey, Tony, how'd that uh, puppet show go with Dunham? The guy's pretty good, eh? All right. So here's what happened. They had Dunham, right? Yeah. Fifteen thousand seats. 
The uh, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp were playing next door, 10,000 seats. Uh, OzFest was playing down the street, 30,000 wow. seats. Wow. Jeff Dunham the delayed hub. the show an effing hour because the place was only a quarter full at the time we was supposed to start. I was there 30 minutes early. I was ready. <laughs> I had to wait an hour. Uh, we got a nice, I got a good clip I want to play on the other yeah. side here. Tony's going to enjoy it. Oh, it's DFS time already. Two yeah. hours in the books. We're still playing the clip. <laughs> 